My mission is to elevate more women into leadership. Co-hosted by Aquania Escrenay, the host of The Purpose of Money, and Danielle Desir, the host of The Thought Card, Millennial Wealth Builders series is where we share the stories of women of color building wealth. But this isn't your ordinary interview-based show. Throughout the series, you'll be hearing from women who are creatively secure in the bag, stacking coins, you know what we mean. Shivani Berry is the CEO and founder of Ascend, a six-week leadership development program for women. As a career coach, she helps women feel more confident and become better leaders. Topics include how to get buy-in, overcome imposter syndrome, and create your brand. She's worked with women from Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and much more. Prior to starting her company, she was a product leader helping scale companies at various stages of growth. She also has an MBA from Harvard Business School. This is Shivani's story of building wealth and becoming a CEO and founder. For me, so my family, I was born in India and my family moved to the U.S. when I was six. And so we were immigrants and I think we had a lot of the challenges and experiences that many immigrants have. So we came in with um, very little and learned how to build a life in the U.S. Uh, so it's my parents and I have two sisters. And I think especially coming in with three girls and my parents have always focused on, you know, never always being like, you can do whatever you want. Education was a big part of growing up. So I think wealth was, you know, we didn't grow up really wealthy initially. And then my parents like built it up. And then I grew up in Silicon Valley and So, but it was really understanding the value of money and working hard for it, not, you know, being able to make the trade-offs. So I remember when Beanie Babies were a fad growing up, you know, it was a special thing to go get it. It wasn't just like a given. My parents gave us everything we wanted, but it was, we definitely understood the value of it and appreciated it. And that has been a key principle for me as I've earned my own wealth and as I make decisions about where to invest um, and how to spend money. So I graduated from UCLA, um, did study economics there. And you know, as I was thinking about where to go with that theme of wealth and you know, for me, stability was a big thing. And I wanted to, and also wanted to equip myself with the best experience possible to help to help me set up for the future. And so I decided to go into investment banking. When I graduated, finance was one of the best paths that you can take. And so I did an internship in investment banking, um, went and worked at Credit Suisse and their technology group in banking. It was a good experience for what it is. You know, I learned a lot around how, what it takes to be like, to be a good employee, essentially. I learned a lot about, you know, like working hard and being exposed. And the thing about when you're in investment banking, like I was dropped into situations as a 22, 23 year old with, um, executives of billion dollar businesses and really like having and like with really senior people. And that taught me very quickly to how do you hold yourself in those kind of situations, handling, um, you know, thinking about more strategic decisions. And so I learned a ton and a pretty short period of time 
what I did realize that as I was finishing my two years in investment banking, I had the option to return. And I just realized like this wasn't the lifestyle that I wanted. I also realized that I wanted to go deeper into like touching, instead of being more on the consulting services side, I want to go and work for a company and actually build product and actually be closer to the customers. And so I ended up joining PayPal and, you know, over and from there, I decided I want to go work for startups, want to like even have more ownership and be closer to the customer and have a bigger impact. And I've led different business and product initiatives and loved, have loved just the ability to build things to help people solve their problems. And that's what led me to start Ascend. So it's really been a trajectory of, and, and you know, after business, uh, excuse me, after um, going to startups, I, I just had to go and get my MBA. So I went to Harvard to get my MBA. I wanted to also, I wanted to make sure I could be the best leader possible and wanted to develop that network and also equip myself with that, with those skills. So I'd say, you know, for most of my career to date has been really focused on like building the foundations to help me develop those skills, to allow me to be really successful. And it's changing along the way. I am a big planner. I will be like, you know, by this year, I will do this. By then in like five years, I want to be here. And I've just realized along the way, like, yes, have a general plan, but I've been open to shifting it where I need to or where it feels right. And that is actually where I've seen the most exciting opportunities where I've experienced the best growth. For example, I, um, my husband and I moved to Berlin three years ago from San Francisco. And we wanted just to move abroad for a European adventures. So we, I quit my job in San Francisco. We moved and we ended up really liking it. And it had, it opened up so many more opportunities, like just so much personal growth for me. And also helped me think about even kind of stepping off the path that I was currently on, on the product track and think about becoming a founder. And I wouldn't have had that space to reflect and to learn if I hadn't taken that opportunity and seized the moment. So when I moved to Berlin, you know, for both for both my husband and I, we did some planning and we figured out that, you know, we could probably go if we didn't want to cut too much into our savings. We could go about um, if I remember correctly, I think about six months um, without working and just kind of living and, because we don't want when we made the move, we wanted to we realized we realized how special the opportunity this was. Not everyone has it. And at the same time, we also want to take full advantage of it. We love to travel. So we basically carved out a budget. We're like, this is what it looks like, you know, and when we were traveling, we were really careful about um, how we were spending and really deciding like when we wanted to splurge versus not. I, so that's, and we also had the, we had the fortune that we had savings to pull off of. And I think that is something that also enabled me or made me comfortable going to Berlin because I just I had that security where not only with on a financial security but also knowing with my experience that I could figure out a way to make money and figure out a way to get a job and that gave me so much freedom and comfort to be able to move abroad yeah I think that motivation to move up my career really comes from internally Uh, you know I enjoy working. I was enjoying the problems I was solving. And part of that also comes from probably that immigrant mentality of just like hustle, move up, you know, build up that security. And now I'd say, well, then kind of those goals are now turning into more around freedom. And what is it that I am excited about working on? And what is it that drives me and that I feel passionate about? That's what led me to start Ascend. I realized, you know, when I was thinking about it, I was like, I've learned how to get buy-in and all those challenges I faced around to, in order to move up, like how do you lead teams? 
I learned them all by making mistakes. And for me, I was like, I want to help other women learn these skills. My mission is to elevate more women into leadership. I think that is a big way that we see the change that we need to see in today's workplaces. But I just realized that there is currently no good way for us to learn these skills. And that's why I started Ascend. Investing in soft skills as leaders is really important because at the end of the day, everyone's human. So even if you have the best idea, it's just not enough. You have to connect with people in a way that resonates with them. So thinking about, for example, in a sense leadership program, we talk a lot about getting buy-in. And one of the things we talk about is how do you know your audience? So think about who is your audience? Maybe that's your manager, your teammate, cross-functional partner, leadership. And thinking about what do they care about? Maybe they care about hitting this quarter's goals or, or hitting a revenue target, cutting costs, improving team culture. And then third is thinking about what are their concerns going to be? So if you come to them with an idea, is your first concern going to be like, well, where do we get the money or the resources to do this? Or is their concern going to be, how is this going to impact our roadmap? When you think about these three things coming into it and you've already like proactively addressed these concerns and tailored your message in a way that would click with them, you're going to have a much higher chance of getting buy-in. And that's why, you know, it's, it's, that's why these soft skills become so important because at the end of the day, that's actually what helps you be successful. Like, how do you motivate teams? How do you get buy-in? Understanding how to be a good listener. What does that actually mean? How do you coach people to really develop and help them grow? That's what makes them feel empowered. That's what will help you hit your, your, your team's goals and your own personal goals. A couple of skills that have helped me. I think a big one is just being a problem solver. So thinking around, you know, focusing on, okay, like what is the thing that really needs to get resolved right now? And as part of that, it's prioritizing. So figuring out like, what is that biggest problem? You know, as a product manager, I had that issue. There's always all these things we can do to improve the customer experience. As a founder, I have that issue, you know, do I want to work on this customer thing? Do I want to work on a sales or marketing thing? There's an operational thing I have to take care of. Like what's the order priority and what are the key problems that actually need to be solved? I'd say as also, I'm good at hustling. So just like getting things done, like what is the right? And, you know, I think especially as women that can be taken as negatively, but I actually think that's like a really positive trait. If you, you know, to succeed, we all just need to figure out like, what is the best way to move forward and getting really creative with, resources. And I think both of you are an inspiration around this. It's just like doing what it takes to get things done and doing a really authentic manner, giving people a lot of value. Like hustling doesn't mean that you're taking advantage of people. I actually think it's the opposite of that, where you are helping people and really showing your credibility, showing what, like what your worth is. And then the third thing I'd say is around ability to influence and get buy-in. You know, I, as I was mentioning, I learned all of this by making a ton of mistakes. I've had so many times my team, cross-functional partners, like just like blowing up on my face. Like I come to them with an idea or recommendation and they feel like I'm forcing the idea or there's like, why would you even propose this? And that was never even my intention. And I'm like, whoa, what just happened? And that was a huge learning lesson for me that I hadn't thought about who, how they might react or what their concerns are going to be. I was just so focused on, Hey, I have this idea. It's obviously the right idea. And didn't what didn't go on more open-minded. And so I've learned a lot about that. Now I teach that around how to get buy-in. So I think those are a couple of the skills that have really helped me succeed. So in my career, when I first got promoted to people manager, I felt like I wasn't qualified and had and felt like an imposter. 
So much so that I didn't ask my manager for a salary raise when I got promoted because I was afraid that if I, if they had to pay me more money, they would rethink whether or not I deserve the promotion and maybe even taking it away from me. That I realized a couple of months later is not rational. It's silly. And I did go back and ask for that raise. And I realized, you know, everyone is a people manager for the first time at some point in their careers. That's normal. And yes, I wasn't the best people manager. Yes, I was making mistakes, but it was also like expected. There was a learning curve. I, for where I was, I was doing just fine. And I deserve to be compensated fairly for the work, the increased set of responsibilities I had. So, you know, we talk a lot about imposter syndrome in the program. And I, I think it's really around, you know, understanding like one, acknowledging why you feel like an imposter often half the battle is just even recognizing that for me in that moment, it was around being a new manager. And then it's also, and then it's thinking about like, who are you comparing yourselves to? Why are you comparing yourself? Either we compare ourselves to more senior people, such as I was comparing myself to my manager who had 10, 20 more years of experience than I did, or we don't even know who we're comparing ourselves to. So it's this black hole that we end up going down. And then thinking about what are three reasons why your manager would say you're qualified? Or what are three reasons why your business partner or one of those customers that you work with would say you're qualified? Just because we become so hard on ourselves that it's easy to get caught up in our own head. So think about it from that third-party perspective can be really helpful. So what inspired you to create Ascend? Yeah, I was inspired to create Ascend because I used to be in our member shoes. So when I led different business and product initiatives at large companies like PayPal and also high growth startups, I learned how to get buy-in and motivate my teams all by making a ton of mistakes, especially when I was moving up in that people manager role. And, you know, I had some guidance, but primarily it was just through a lot of mistakes. When I learned these skills, I felt so much more confident. I was able to move up faster in my career and impact not only my teams, but also our executives and our company's board of directors. And so these experiences combined with the time I spent studying at Harvard Business School to get my MBA inspired me to start Ascend. I want to elevate more women into leadership. I believe that's a big way that we see the change that we need to see in today's workplaces. But I just realized that we currently learn these skills through trial and error. We all know that we should get people invested in our ideas, that we should speak up, push back against dominant personalities, have these difficult conversations. But we often don't because we don't know how to get started or we don't cover the time. Or we're just scared because making mistakes at work can hurt our reputation or or worse. And that's why I was like, I want to create this leadership program where we can actually learn the skills that women need to learn to be successful in the workplace. And really everybody needs to learn, but this is focused on helping women double down on these skills and around how do you lead? How do you influence gaining confidence? And we've been doing that. So we've had women from Google and Salesforce and Peloton and so many more companies, Starbucks come out of it feeling much more confident, being able to get buy-in for, for at work, including from difficult stakeholders and growing their careers, including getting promoted, which has been amazing because I don't promise that because there's so many factors that go into promotion. And so that's been really gratifying, just having so many of our members come back to me and be like, guess what, Shivani? I just got promoted. This program helped me. And I was like, whoa, that is incredible. What has been rewarding about founding your own company? Founding my company, I've never been as happy and loving and love with work than 
in the past, you know, people always say like, follow your passion. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that I do this, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so true. Follow what you really care about. And so I'd say, you know, the biggest thing are just the people have gotten to meet along the way. So, so many in our program, I'd say our members, I always describe our community as high caliber, but low ego. Everyone there is super qualified, just really like, you know, looking to grow, but also equally as excited to lift each other up and to support each other and cheer each other on. And then even like other people I've met, like you both are a great example, like just getting to meet like other awesome people who have passions that they're being driven by and want to create real change in the world is really, has been really inspiring. I think also being a founder in itself is so empowering knowing that I, you know, I remember the first ticket I sold to a workshop and it was for, I think something like $5. And I was so stressed out and nervous. and was like, is someone going to buy this? Like, is this going to be valuable enough? And just that happiness and just that high that you get from like in that moment was just amazing. So it's been empowering just to know that like, you know what, I can figure out a way to take care of myself, um, to kind of like to do what I want. Yes. I'll make mistakes along the way. Yes. It'll be hard. And, you know, being a founder is a roller coaster, but I've loved every single moment. And just knowing that I am able to do that on my own has been incredibly inspiring and just, just really fulfilling. I'd also say, you know, I definitely felt like a found imposter starting out and still do sometimes I decided to self-fund the business to quit my job and you know really take a bet of myself. And when I compare it, you know, I look around, I think about like white male VC backed businesses and I am none of those. And I've grown up in Silicon Valley. So that is, you know, what I've always been surrounding myself by. And, and so that I sometimes feel like, am I qualified? Cause I don't look like what I would think about as a founder. And then, you know, as if people are talking about here's how much money they've raised or here's the logo, like the investors they have, you know, I don't have that. And when I pull myself out of my head, I'm like, I made that decision. This is the right way for me to grow my business. And I'm really proud of what we've achieved, but it can be so easy to spiral back into our heads. And for me, I've been doing a lot of exercises on myself that I teach in the leadership program to help really gain that confidence and then really just continue to look at the data. So seeing like, what are people who've gone through the program and what are the results they've gotten? What are they saying? We've grown primarily through word of mouth. So it's members in the program referring it to their friends. And I'm like, what better proof can there be that, you know, that this is that something is going right. And I just have to constantly remind myself around it. So how am I building? Well, I, you know, this is through me starting Ascend and building up that through investing, and my husband and I do it together. So it's, you know, we're in a partnership that way. And I do feel fortunate to have a partner who is so supportive of my ambitions. And we are able to have that partnership where we can figure out how can we both help each other achieve our goals. And that is, you know, always really fun and just really just very enabling. I think it's also, you know, I think about wealth also about having, you need to have the skills in order to be successful in building business or working at a company, becoming people manager. So um, when I think about a sense leadership program, it's focused on empowering women with the skills to lead and influence. Because once they have these skills, they are able to succeed at work. They're able to move up in their careers. They're able to create the kind of careers, work life that they want. 
And you can't do it if you don't know how to get people invested in your ideas, if you don't have the right technical skills, if you don't have the confidence around it. So I think about, you know, I think about this as a stepping stone to um, enabling them to build wealth in the way that they want. So growing your career and building wealth, I, I would say that it, you know, I think it changes kind of as you move up in your career. So Initially, I would say when you're first out of college, like focus on developing those skills. Like, don't think about, is this going to pay me the most? Um, Like take bets on yourself. You have, you know, usually at that point, like you don't have kids, you don't have like a lot of obligations. Maybe you have school debt and you have to take that into account or like other family obligations or something. But assuming you don't have a lot of that, which you have to really consider, use that opportunity to take bets on yourself, take a you know, and figure out like, what are the skills that you need to succeed? So I think being able to know and solve like complex problems, being able to know how do you get by and at work, uh, putting yourself in just different like people management issues and learning how to deal with that. Not necessarily even as a people manager, but like just learning how do you like collaborate with different people? What does it take to get things done? And I think the first part of your career is really around that um, early to mid 20s. And then I'd say it's then you're focusing on, okay, what are the opportunities I need in order to achieve my goals? And also not just wealth goals, but also around like, how do you, what kind of life do you want to live? And what does wealth even mean to you? Is it that stability piece? Is it freedom? Is it something else? Like, and what is wealth? Is it being able to buy your first house or is it something else? So defining that and then breaking down, like, what do you need to do in your career or even outside your career to be able to help you? achieve that is really important. So I'd love to invite everyone to check out uh, our Ascent Leadership Program. You can learn more and apply to join at weascend.co. The program starts at the end of June. We already have an incredible cohort shaping up women from Google and Stripe and Amazon and many more companies. So if you're interested in joining, just check that out. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions. You can also follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter. My handle is Shivani S. Berry. I share a lot of leadership advice and around how do you get buy-in. 